0: chapter ten part two of smoke blue by jack london this librivox recording is in the public domain a flutter in eggs ten a throw just like that we're the egg trust smoke and me and don't you forget it when we say ten a throw ten a throw goes he mopped his plate with a biscuit i could almost eat a couple more he sighed then helped himself to the beans you can't eat eggs like that wildwater objected it-it ain't right we just dote on eggs smokin me was shorty's excuse wildwater finished his own plate in a half-hearted way and gazed dubiously at the two comrades say you fellows can do me a great favor he began tentatively sell me or lend me or give me about a dozen of them eggs sure smoke answered i know what a yearning for eggs is myself but we're not so poor that we have to sell our hospitality they'll cost you nothing here a sharp kick under the table admonished him that shorty was getting nervous a dozen did you say wildwater wildwater nodded go ahead shorty smoke went on Cook them up for him I can sympathize i've seen the time myself when i could eat a dozen straight off the bat but wildwater laid a restraining hand on the eager shorty as he explained i don't mean cooked i want them with the shells on so that you can carry em away that's the idea but that ain't hospitality shorty objected it's-it's tradin smoke nodded concurrence that's different wildwater i thought you just wanted to eat them you see we went into this for a speculation the dangerous blue of wildwater's eyes began to grow more dangerous i'll pay you for them he said sharply how much oh not a dozen smoke replied we couldn't sell a dozen we're not retailers we're speculators we can't break our own market we've got a hard and fast corner and when we sell out it's the whole corner or nothing how many have you got and how much do you want for them how many have we shorty smoke inquired shorty cleared his throat and performed mental arithmetic aloud let me see nine hundred and seventy-three minus nine that leaves nine hundred and sixty-two and the whole shootin match at ten a throw will tote up just about nine thousand six hundred and twenty iron dollars of course wildwater we're playin fair and it's money back for bad ones though they ain't none that's one thing i never seen in the klondike a bad egg no man's fool enough to bring in a bad egg that's fair smoke added money back for the bad ones wildwater and there's our proposition nine thousand six hundred and twenty dollars for every egg in the klondike you might play them up to twentieth throw and double your money shorty suggested wildwater shook his head sadly and helped himself to the beans that would be too expensive shorty i only want a few I'll give you $10 for a couple of dozen. I'll give you 20 but I can't buy them all. All or none, was Smoke's ultimatum. Look here, you two, Wildwater said, in a burst of confidence. I'll be perfectly honest with you, and don't let it go any further. You know Miss Arrow, and I was engaged. Well, she's broken everything off. You know it. Everybody knows it. It's for her. I want them eggs. Huh, Shorty jeered. It's clear and plain why you want em with the shells on but i never thought it of you thought what it's low down mean that's what it is shorty rushed on virtuously indignant i wouldn't wonder somebody filled you full of lead for it and you deserved it too wild water began to flame toward the verge of one of his notorious berserker rages his hands clenched until the cheap fork in one of them began to bend while his blue eyes flashed warning sparks now look here shorty just what do you mean if you think anything underhanded i mean what i mean shorty retorted doggedly and you bet your sweet life i don't mean anything underhanded overhand's the only way to do it you can't throw em any other way throw what eggs prunes baseballs anything but wild water you're making a mistake they ain't no crowd ever sat at the opry house that'll stand for just because she's a actress there's no reason you can publicly lambaste her with Hen fruit. for the moment it seemed that wild water was going to burst or have apoplexy he gulped down a mouthful of scalding coffee and slowly recovered himself you're in wrong shorty he said with cold deliberation i'm not going to throw eggs at her why man he cried with growing excitement i want to give them eggs to her on a platter sure that's the way she likes em i knowed i was wrong shorty cried generously i knowed you couldn't do a low-down trick like that that's all right shorty wildwater forgave him but let's get down to business you see why i want them eggs i want em bad do you want em ninety six hundred and twenty dollars worth shorty queried it's a hold-up that's what it is wildwater declared irately it's business smoke retorted you don't think we're peddling eggs for our health do you I'll listen to reason wildwater pleaded i only want a couple of dozen i'll give you twenty apiece for em what do I want with all the rest of them eggs? I've went years in this country without eggs, and I guess I can keep on managin' without em somehow. Don't get head up about it, Shorty counseled. If you don't want em, that settles it. We ain't a-forcin' em on you. But I do want em, Wildwater complained. Then you know what they'll cost you. Ninety-six hundred and twenty dollars, and if my figurin's wrong, I'll treat but maybe they won't turn the trick wildwater objected maybe miss errol's lost her taste for eggs by this time i should say miss errol's worth the price of the eggs smoke put in quietly worth it wildwater stood up in the heat of his eloquence she's worth a million dollars she's worth all i've got she's worth all the dust in the klondike he sat down and went on in a calmer voice but that ain't no call for me to gamble ten thousand dollars on a breakfast for now i've got a proposition lend me a couple of dozen of them eggs i'll turn em over to Slavovich. he'll feed em to her with my compliments she ain't smiled to me for a hundred years if them eggs get a smile for her i'll take the whole boiling off your hands will you sign a contract to that effect smoke said quickly for he knew that lucille aurel had agreed to smile wild water gasped you're Almighty swift with business up here on the hill he said with a hint of a snarl we're only accepting your own proposition smoke answered all right bring on the paper and make it out hard and fast wildwater cried in the anger of surrender smoke immediately wrote out the document wherein wildwater agreed to take every egg delivered to him at ten dollars per egg provided that the two dozen advanced to him brought about a reconciliation with lucille Arrell. wildwater paused with uplifted pen as he was about to sign hold on he said when i buy eggs i buy good eggs they ain't a bad egg in the klondikes shorty snorted just the same if i find one bad egg you've got to come back with the ten i paid for it that's all right smoke placated it's only fair and every bad egg you come back with i'll eat shorty declared smoke inserted the word good in the contract and wildwater sullenly signed received the trial two dozen in a tin pail pulled on his mittens and opened the door good-bye you robbers he growled back at them and slammed the door smoke was a witness to the play next morning in slavovitch's he sat as wildwater's guest at the table adjoining lucille errol's almost to the letter as she had forecast it did the scene come off haven't you found any eggs yet she murmured plaintively to the waiter no ma'am came the answer they say somebody's cornered every egg in dawson mr slavovitch is trying to buy a few just especially for you but the fellow that's got the corner won't let loose it was at this juncture that wildwater beckoned the proprietor to him and with one hand on his shoulder drew his head down look here slavovitch wildwater whispered hoarsely i turned over a couple of doves and eggs to you last night where are they in the safe all but that six i have all thawed and ready for you any time you sing out i don't want em for myself wildwater breathed in a still lower voice Sure em up and present them to miss arl there i'll attend to it personally myself slavovitch assured him ah don't forget compliments of me wildwater concluded relaxing his detaining clutch on the proprietor's shoulder pretty lucille aurel was gazing forlornly at the strip of breakfast bacon and the tinned mashed potatoes on her plate when slavovitch placed before her two shirred eggs compliments of mr wildwater they at the next table heard him say smoke acknowledged to himself that it was a fine bit of acting the quick joyous flash in the face of her the impulsive turn of the head the spontaneous forerunner of a smile that was only checked by a superb self-control which resolutely drew her face back so that she could say something to the restaurant proprietor smoke felt the kick of wildwater's moccasin foot under the table will she eat em that's the question will she eat em the latter whispered agonizingly and with sidelong glances they saw lucille arrow hesitate almost push the dish from her then surrender to its lure i'll take them eggs wildwater said to smoke the contract holds did you see her did you see her she almost smiled i know her it's all fixed two more eggs to-morrow and she'll forgive and make up if she wasn't here i'd shake hands smoke i'm that grateful you ain't a robber you're a philanthropist smoke returned jubilantly up the hill to the cabin only to find shorty playing solitaire in black despair smoke had long since learned that whenever his partner got out the cards for solitaire it was a warning signal that the bottom had dropped out of the world go away don't talk to me was the first rebuff smoke received but shorty soon thawed into a freshet of speech it's all off with the big sweet. he groaned the corner's busted they'll be sellin sherry an egg in all the saloons to-morrow at a dollar a-flip they ain't no starvin orphan child in dawson that won't be wrappin its tummy round what do you think i run into a geezer with three thousand eggs d'ye get me three thousand and just freighted in from forty mile fairy stories smoke doubted fairy hell i seen them eggs go to rose his name a whackin', big blue-eyed french canadian husky he asked for you first then took me to the side and jabbed me straight to the heart it was our cornerin eggs that got him started he knowed about them three thousand at forty mile and just went and got em show em to me i says and he did there was his dog teams and a couple of indian drivers restin down the bank where they just pulled in from forty mile and on the sled was smoke boxes teeny wooden soap boxes we took one out behind a ice dam in the middle of the river and busted it open eggs full of em all packed in sawdust smoke you and me lose we been gambling. do you know what he had the gall to say to me that they was all iron at ten dollars a egg do you know what he was doin when i left his cabin drawn a sign of eggs for sale said he'd give us first choice at ten a throw till two p m and after that if we didn't come across he'd bust the market hirin a kite said he wasn't no businessman but that he knowed a good thing when he seen it meaning you and me as i took it it's all right smoke said cheerfully keep your shirt on and let me think a moment quick action and team play is all that's needed i'll get wild water here at two o'clock to take delivery of eggs you buy that Goethe rose eggs try and make a bargain even if you pay ten dollars apiece for them wild water will take them off our hands at the same price if you can get them cheaper why we make a profit as well now go to it have them here by not later than two o'clock borrow colonel bowie's dogs and take our team have them here by two sharp say smoke shorty called as his partner started down the hill better take an umbrella i wouldn't be none surprised to see the weather rainin eggs before you get back smoke found wild water at the Eminem, and a stormy half-hour ensued i warn you we've picked up some more eggs smoke said after wildwater had agreed to bring his dust to the cabin at two o'clock and pay on delivery you're luckier at finding eggs than me wildwater admitted now how many eggs have you got now and how much dust do i tote up the hill smoke consulted his notebook as it stands now according to shorty's figures we've three thousand nine hundred and sixty-two eggs multiplied by ten forty thousand dollars wildwater bellowed you said there was only something like nine hundred eggs it's a stick-up i won't stand for it smoke drew the contract from his pocket and pointed to the pay on delivery no mention is made of the number of eggs to be delivered you agreed to pay ten dollars for every egg we delivered to you Well, we've got the eggs and a signed contract is a signed contract honestly though wildwater we didn't know about those other eggs until afterward then we had to buy them in order to make our corner good for five long minutes in choking silence wildwater fought a battle with himself then reluctantly gave in i'm in bad he said brokenly the landscape's fair spoutin eggs and the quicker i get out the better there might come a landslide of em i'll be there at two o'clock but forty thousand dollars it's only thirty nine thousand six hundred and twenty smoke corrected it'll weigh two hundred pounds wildwater raved on i'll have to freight it up with a dog team we'll lend you our teams to carry the eggs away smoke volunteered but where'll i cash them never mind i'll be there but as long as i live i'll never eat another egg i'm full sick of em at half past one doubling the dog teams for the steep pitch of the hill shorty arrived with godero's eggs we dang near double our winnings shorty told smoke as they piled the soap boxes inside the cabin i holds em down to eight dollars and after he cuts loco in french he falls for it now that's two dollars clear profit to us for each egg and there three thousand of em i paid em in full here's the receipt while smoke got out the gold scales and prepared for business shorty devoted himself to calculation there's the figures he announced triumphantly we win twelve thousand nine hundred and seventy dollars and we don't do wild water no harm he wins miss arrow besides he gets all them eggs it's sure a bargain counter all round nobody loses even godereau's twenty-four thousand to the good smoke laughed minus of course what the eggs and the freighting cost him and if wildwater plays the corner he may make a profit out of the eggs himself promptly at two o'clock shorty peeping saw wildwater coming up the hill when he entered he was brisk and businesslike he took off his big bearskin coat hung it on a nail and sat down at the table bring on them eggs you pirates he commenced and after this day if you know what's good for you never mention eggs to me again they began on the miscellaneous assortment of the original corner all three men counting when two hundred had been reached wildwater suddenly cracked an egg on the edge of the table and opened it deftly with his thumbs hey hold on shorty objected it's my egg ain't it wildwater snarled i'm paying ten dollars for it ain't i but i ain't buying no pig in a poke when i cough up ten bucks an egg i want to know what i'm getting if you don't like it i'll eat it shorty volunteered maliciously wildwater looked and smelled and shook his head no you don't shorty that's a good egg give me a pail i'm going to eat it myself for supper thrice again wildwater cracked good eggs experimentally and put them in the pail beside him two more than you figured shorty he said at the end of the count nine hundred and sixty-four not sixty-two my mistake shorty acknowledged handsomely we'll throw em in for good measure guess you can afford to wildwater accepted grimly pass the batch nine thousand six hundred and twenty dollars i'll pay for it now write a receipt smoke why not count the rest smoke suggested and pay all at once wildwater shook his head i'm no good at figures one batch at a time and no mistakes going to his fur coat from each of the side pockets he drew forth two sacks of dust so rotund and long that they resembled bologna sausages when the first batch had been paid for there remained in the gold sacks not more than several hundred dollars a soap-box was carried to the table and the count of the three thousand began at the end of one hundred wildwater struck an egg sharply against the edge of the table there was no crack the resultant sound was like that of the striking of a sphere of solid marble frozen solid he remarked striking more sharply he held the egg up and they could see the shell powdered to minute fragments along the line of impact "Huh," said shorty it ought to be solid seeing it has just been freighted up from forty mile it'll take an axe to bust it me for the axe said wildwater smoke brought the axe and wildwater with the clever hand and eye of the woodsman split the egg cleanly in half the appearance of the egg's interior was anything but satisfactory smoke felt a premonitory chill shorty was more valiant he held one of the halves to his nose smells all right he said but it looks all wrong while water contended and how can it smell when the smell's frozen along with the rest of it wait a minute he put the two halves into a frying-pan and placed the latter on the front lid of the hot stove then the three men with distended questing nostrils waited in silence slowly an unmistakable odour began to drift through the room wildwater forbore to speak and shorty remained dumb despite conviction throw it out smoke cried gasping what's the goods asked wildwater we've got to sample the rest not in this cabin smoke coughed and conquered a qualm chop them open and we can test by looking at them throw it out shorty throw it out few and leave the door open box after box was opened egg after egg chosen at random was chopped into and every egg carried the same message of hopeless irremediable decay I won't ask you to eat 'em, Shorty. Wildwater jeered, and if you don't mind, I can't get out of here too quick. My contract called for good eggs. If you'll loan me a sled and team, I'll haul them good ones away before they get contaminated. Smoke helped in loading the sled. Shorty sat at the table, the cards laid before him for solitaire. Say, how long you been holdin' that corner? Was Wildwater's parting jibe. Smoke made no reply, and with one glance at his absorbed partner proceeded to fling the soap-boxes out into the snow say shorty how much did you say you paid for that three thousand smoke queried gently eh dallas go away don't talk to me i can figure as well as you we lose seventeen thousand on the flutter if anybody should ride up on a dog sled and ask you i figured that out while waitin for the first egg to smell smoke pondered a few minutes then again broke silence say shorty forty thousand dollar gold weighs two hundred pounds while water barred our sled and team to haul away his eggs he came up the hill without a sled those two sacks of dust in his coat pockets weighed about twenty pounds each the understanding was cash on delivery he brought enough dust to pay for the good eggs he never expected to pay for those three thousand he knew they were bad now how did he know they were bad what do you make of it anyway shorty gathered the cards started to shuffle a new deal then paused huh that ain't nothing a child could answer it we lose seventeen thousand wildwater wins seventeen thousand them eggs of goderos was wildwater's all the time anything else you're curious to know yes why in the name of common sense didn't you find out whether those eggs were good before you paid for them just as easy as the first question wildwater swung the bunco game time to seconds i had no time to examine them eggs i had to hustle to get em here for delivery and now smoke let me ask you one civil question what did you say was the party's name that put this egg-corner idea into your head shorty had lost the sixteenth consecutive game of solitaire and smoke was casting about to begin the preparation of supper when colonel bowie knocked at the door handed smoke a letter and went on to his own cabin did you see his face shorty raved he was almost bustin to keep it straight it's the big ha ha for you and me smoke we won't never dash show our faces again in dawson the letter was from wildwater and smoke read it aloud dear Smoke and shorty i write to ask with compliments of the season your presence at a supper to-night at slavovitch's joint miss errol will be there and so will row. him and me was partners down at circle five years ago he is all right and is going to be best man about them eggs they come into the country four years back they was bad when they come in they was bad when they left california they always was bad they stopped at Carlock one winter and one winter at Nutlick, and last winter at forty mile where they were sold for storage and this winter i guess they stop at dawson don't keep them in a hot room lucille says to you lucille says to say you and her and me has sure made some excitement for dawson and i say the drinks is on you and that goes respectfully your friend w w well what have you got to say smoke queried we accept the invitation of course i got one thing to say shorty answered and that is wildwater won't never suffer if he goes broke he's a good actor a gosh blamed good actor and i got another thing to say my figures is all wrong wildwater wins seventeen thousand all right but he wins more'n that you and me has made him a present of every good egg in the klondike nine hundred and sixty-four of em two thrown in for good measure and he was that ornery mean cussed that he packed off the three opened ones in the pail and i got a last thing to say you and me is legitimate prospectors and practical gold miners, but when it comes to finance, we're sure the fattest suckers that ever fell for that get-rich-quick bunco. After this, it's you and me for the high rocks and tall timber, and if you ever mention eggs to me, we dissolve partnership there and then. Get me. End of chapter Ten, Part Two.